Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I think the fire's out of control. I don't know what happened. I think the fire's out of control. Did you do your your trick where you tried to throw a ton of gas on it? it. I put a little gas Uh, when you went to the bathroom in between the segments. Let me weather the storm here. Uh, It is out of control. There we go. We've never done a fire. We've never done a fire. How did you do that? Because I'm a magic man. That's not a... You can't say that as a reason. I'm the magic man. I'm the fire magic man. I've never done a fire. You're welcome. Two, I've How never about done that? a fire two about, episodes in a thank row. Thank you, Jacob, for saving us and saving all the employees here in our offices for not burning down. I don't know how you did that. You took the gas out of the fire somehow, but we've never done a fire two episodes in a row. That's why it got out of control. It got crazy. I was a little pyromaniac <sighs> Okay. You ready? Just need to regroup now. We did our... Again, a- you're welcome. Okay, great. Congrats. We did our AFC preview in the last episode, our official AFC preview. It came with the Buffalo Bills winning the conference for both of us and making it to the Super Bowl. Who are they going to meet? Let's find out by shaking down the entire NFC. Starting with the NFC North, we didn't have many variations when it came to the AFC. I bet you will have one here. We're about to variate in this one, baby. We're about to be all over the place when it comes to the NFC. My NFC North. Starting here, where we have a variation. Minnesota Vikings. There it is. Green Bay Packers. Detroit Lions. Chicago Bears. Yeah, Vi- I got the Packers first. Vikings dethrone Green Bay. You know, I mentioned this to you last week. There are a couple of factors that could go into Minnesota beating out the Packers here. One is Rodgers really has a weak offense. I mean, all preseason long, you've heard him kind of go back and forth saying, oh, my God, these guys can't play in the NFL. They're terrible. And then he went out and had a one game or one practice rep and goes, actually, they're doing okay. They're, they're, getting, they're getting better. And then the next practice came or the next preseason game came, and he said, yeah, could you see that? They, they weren't catching any of my balls. I'm putting the ball right where it needs to be. They're not doing anything. And then three days later he goes, I'm seeing some progress. I like what I see out of some of the younger guys. And then he just kept going back and forth. And the typical Aaron Rodgers way, all about me, I need to be the one with the microphone in hand. I need everyone to know what I'm thinking at all times. Getting sick of it. So it could just be that the Packers offense really takes a step back this year without Devontae Adams. And it could be that this year is where all the stars align for the Minnesota Vikings to just have one of their random years where they take the division crown. I like- it happens like every five or so years. I, I, I am blanking on the last time it happened, but 
it feels like it's been a while, so that leads me to believe that this could be the year for them. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like the last time they won the, the North was in 2017. So it's oh, been some be time. Five years. Look at mm. like I said, five or six years. Yeah, they won the well. They won the North in 2017, then they won it in 2015. So a little hot streak there. But then it was 2009, 2008 since they won it last. So 2022, 2023. It seems like they they win these two in close uh, proximity to each other, and then they wait five years and go into hibernation, and then they win two yeah. more. Yeah. Well, let's. Not, I mean, they went 13 and three that one year when they won the North. And then they they missed the playoffs the next year. But then they went 10-6, and six, won a playoff game in New Orleans. Yes, they did. And then lost in the next round. But then the last two years, they've gone 7-9 and nine and 8-9. and nine. They have. So they're right in that Minnesota Vikings, you know, buffer zone of, of comfortability where they just hover around 500. I like the fact that they got a new coach, though. Things were maybe getting a little stale. There was reports that Mike Zimmer didn't even like Kirk Cousins, which it's hard to win when your coach hates you as a quarterback. <laughs> so... Maybe that'll help with Kevin O'Connell coming in in Minnesota, but I just like that there's a lot of talent on this team. I know the defense isn't exactly a world-beating style of defense, but I think if the offense is just better and healthy compared to what it was last year, especially with Dalvin Cook being out a lot last year, that's going to be one of the best offenses in football. And I think a team that can win a lot of games and score a lot of points. And Oh, lo and behold, guess who they play week one at home? Is it the, the Green Bay Packers. Wow. What a heavy, heavy, heavyweight matchup that is to start the season. Uh, Rodgers last year, remember, lost like 33 to nothing to the Saints in the first game of the season. He did. So we'll see and then everybody maybe. panicked, and then they won 13 and 4 or 14 and 3, something like that. Maybe the Vikings can get a little, you know, luck being the first game of the year, catch the Packers before they're all fully up and running, and, and sneak away a huge division win there. But you got the Packers and then the Vikings – how did yes. your bottom two shake out? I though? put as same as you. I put Detroit third, Chicago fourth. Yeah, I don't know. We, we're just all on the Detroit Lions hype train, aren't we? On the hype train, or we're off the Bears train. Uh, I just. I, I think it's a combination of both, but I think it's more so the former than the latter. I mean, how can you not root for Dan Campbell? Man, Campbell. Yeah, I, I, we didn't see what the Lions looked like in the preseason because they never played Jared Goff. So, sure. I don't think you got a real true. Uh, idea of Glimpse. what that team's going to yeah. be this year. But you know they're going to play hard for Campbell, that's for sure. And I don't know. I just think the Bears, uh, Justin Fields could prove me really horribly wrong, but he's got kind of an uphill battle this year as far as the perception of him goes around the league. He's He's got to really clear up his uh, image. And that's hard to say because he's just a second-year player and he should get a lot more leash than that, but I'm not giving him any leash apparently. I'm bringing him in. And let's not, let's not get it twisted either here that uh, – the Chicago Bears just as an or as an oh, organization. Just oh, just Horrible. dreadful. I mean, One of the are most they overrated are... ones? They ride that coattail of that nineteen eighty five team like it's it was just yesterday. It's such an overrated franchise. Eberflus. They make it seem like they're is now like, the new head coach there. They make it seem like it's like this cornerstone mecca franchise in the NFL on the level of the Packers and the Cowboys and the Steelers. And it's just not. It's like you put it's like those three, and then you put the Bears in there, and it's like one of these things is not like the other. They lost their first-round pick from this year because I believe they, they lost it by trading up to get Justin Fields last year. Uh, I'm, it's just a sorry franchise. It's just a tragic, tragic franchise that has a really good PR department. That's pretty much what the Chicago Bears And are. all it does is just say, look how great the 85 year was. Oh, uh, we're the, the bear, duh, Bears. They just go, duh, Bears, and it covers every ugly 
and terrible team they've had. Uh, I mean, the best quarterback in franchise history is Jay Cutler. The sad, uh, <laughs> the sad list of quarterbacks. NFC South, I got the Buccaneers winning in a runaway in first place. As do I. Interested to see how the rest of the division falls for you. Well, it falls like this. Okay. The Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Same here. I was tempted to maybe put the Panthers in front of the Saints. I was not. Okay. I then. think the Saints, I mean, that's surprising to hear coming from you. I think the Panthers are who, closer to the Saints than they are to the Falcons. You think the Panthers are closer? To the, yeah, oh, yes, yeah, for sure. I think the Falcons will win three games this year. The Panthers could win like six, depending on how well Baker Mayfield plays. Yes. Depending on how healthy, how Kish- healthy they Christian stay. McCaffrey can stay. If they can stay healthy and Baker doesn't bottom out and they don't punt on him halfway through the season and go with whoever the backup is now, I don't even know. Darnold will probably be healthy by the time. P.J. Walker is the backup now. But Darnold will be He's like returning weeks, in yeah. a month to six weeks or, or so. Just in time to take Baker's job because Baker's struggling and Matt Rule loves to play quarterback roulette. He loves it. But, yes, I agree. Panthers and Saints a lot closer than Panthers and Falcons. But I am surprised to hear that you would consider putting the Panthers above the Saints because Just a bit, you I, seem to be Jameis Winston, one of his biggest fans. I think Jameis Winston's a good quarterback. If Jameis Winston plays 16 games this year, they could win seven. Okay, I'm not that big of a Jameis Winston fan. I think he's a good quarterback, and I think if given the right opportunity in the right place that he's playing in, which he's in a really good organization right now in New Orleans, then I think he could grow into being a guy that can lead you to wild card appearances, maybe sneak a division or two once that old man leaves your division finally. So I think Jameis is worth uh, maybe giving the future of your franchise, or not the future future, but the next couple to five years of your franchise too. So I think he'll be a New Orleans Saint quarterback for a couple years, not just this one. And I think he'll have some success this year. He could get injured again, though. I think that's something that's weighing me. And on the other side of things, I just, I don't know. Maybe I am being a little too harsh on the Saints by saying that I think the Panthers uh, are close to them or I consider putting the Panthers over them because I I think when you lose Drew Brees and you lose Sean Payton over the last couple of years, it's... It's hard to not look at that and think that some of the shine is gone. But when you really dig into it, it's a lot of the same things on that team that made them great over the past few years, just missing probably the two biggest pieces that they need to replace. I mean, the defense is still great. Kamara is still great. Michael Thomas is back catching passes, so that's a good sign. If he can stay healthy, right. But they also got Chris Olave, who I think is going to be really good. So they have good players. They brought back Mark Ingram. And one thing, flipping to the defensive side, People in Pittsburgh love to say, well, we have the best big three in defense on all on all three fronts. You got Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Mickey Fitzpatrick. You could argue the Saints have just as good, if not slightly better, maybe. I don't know if it's better because they don't have a defensive player of the year. Boy, yeah. But they have um, Cam Jordan up front, Demario Davis in the middle, and then t- they just brought in Tyron Matthew this year. It's a pretty good big three to, to shore up all three uh, levels of your defense. No, yeah, and that's why I think I, I was a little just... I got the preseason goggles on when it comes to the Panthers and me saying that they're closer to the Saints uh, because the Panthers are something, a team that had some excitement over their preseason or their offseason and has something new, a new quarterback coming in, whereas the Saints is kind of status quo-ish. I know it's a new coach and Jameis was hurt last year, so it's kind of like a a fresh start for him as well, but you kind of knew what you got from the Saints last year and it's kind of more of the same, but it's probably more of the same good stuff, so... It's probably unfair of me to say that, but I do officially have them finishing second. Yeah, we're talking a lot about a team who we expect to finish second and then 
Spoiler alert. Well, that's alert. because number one is. Just... I don't have them in my playoffs, anyways. So, again, we're talking about a lot. Of, we're talking a lot about a team that we don't see going very far this year. We don't. And again, the Buccaneers, I think, they're are just that good. just roll through that division. I think Tom Brady can. They sleep. go six and zero this year. Uh, no, the Saints will beat them. One time. One time, the Saints will beat them. Five and one. Uh, he sweeps the Panthers and the Falcons. Yeah, I'll put money on that. Uh, so five and one, and I he'll go to like he'll go like twelve and five on the season. Just he'll just roll right through that division. I have a bad feeling, Tom, that the Patriot or the the Patriots. Wow, Freudian slip there. The, the 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 Buccaneers, or at least Tom Brady and the Bucks will have their best season in their regular season mm. since he's been in Tampa. Interesting, because they're definitely not the best team. Like no, their their best team I think was the team that won the Super Bowl. They were just completely loaded. Their receiving core was absurd when AB was your number three wide receiver, uh, and their defense was world beater. Their defense still is world beater status. So, uh, great team still for sure. On even paper. though they lost Ryan Jensen, I still think this team is going to be and Ali Marpet retired. Right. Like so, they got a lot of things that they've got to uh, overcome. But yeah, they're going to be great. They're going to. I mean, all Tom team. does is get better in time. Thank you. So he, you're welcome. All he does is get better in time. This is now his third season with the team. And how many times have you seen Tom Brady exit the playoffs early two years in a row? And he's pissed off because people are complaining that he took training camp off. So he's like, screw everybody. I can do whatever I want. I'm Tom Brady, 12-5 and record, in your face, number two seed Super Bowl. Right? Like, isn't that the kind of like, that's the path we're walking down right now. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. NFC East, I bet we variate here too. If variate's even a word, I don't think it is. Eagles one, Cowboys two, Commanders Giants. Yeah, so we just flip our top, top two. So I have Pack or sorry, Dallas first, Philly second, Washington third, Giants fourth. I, I, again, Tom, this division is easy for me just because it hinges all on Dak Prescott. If Dak stays healthy, this team is clearly the best team in that division. That's. We saw that two years ago in 2020. They lost Dak in, what, week two? And they won, what, five games? They yes. bring back Dak last year. How many games did they win last year? Like 12, 11? They're a great team last year. I like the upside for sure of the Eagles. I think you are a lot bigger fan of Jalen Hurts than you are like a, a similar player in Tua Tagovailoa. 
and I like what they did. They just brought in uh, what's her name, Gardner Johnson from uh, the Saints. Yep. Uh, they wait, no, that was the Eagles. Oh, you are talking about the Eagles. talking about Sorry. the Eagles. Uh, they they went out. I'm looking and they, at the Cowboys on my computer. That's why. That's all right. They they went out and they got AJ Brown to pair with Devontae Smith. They still have the number one. The as of last year, they have the NFL's number one running offense. That could change with if Lamar Jackson is healthy in, in Baltimore. But that just goes to show how successful the Eagles are running the football with Jalen Hurts, and now they get to add a receiver like A.J. Brown compared to the receiving core that Baltimore is left with with just Rashad Bateman, this team could be good. I do like their upside, but it doesn't matter to me how much the Eagles do. As long as Dak Prescott is healthy in Dallas, I think that's the best team. I really put a lot of weight into this Tyron Smith injury. Uh, that's Dak's blind side. Yeah, that's right. That You want to talk I mean, about you're Dak talking about... staying healthy, it starts with a good left sure. tackle. So And not just a good left tackle. This is Tyron yeah. Smith is... I think he he easily w- ran away with all decade not or all decade honors and I'd will probably go into the Hall of Fame one day. Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman in football right now, and he's a left tackle. But Zach Martin's been around for a lot longer. And Tyron, I'd say Tyron Smith's probably right behind yeah. Trent Williams as far as tackles are concerned. But Trent's just uh, otherworldly yes. as far as alignment is concerned out in San Francisco. Uh, I did see Jason Peters was brought in, given a look from Dallas. He's so old though. I mean. Again, you worry about a guy like that protecting Dak's blind spot. Good thing Dak's really mobile, though, and potentially can get himself out of a lot of trouble. Uh, It'll be really close, I think. I'm not picking the Eagles thinking they're going to win this in a runaway. And spoiler alert, I have both of them making the playoffs anyway, the Cowboys and the Eagles. As do I. I I just think that they're going to be a really close battle throughout the entirety of the NFC season. And I just, I don't know. I'm really high on Jalen Hurts, as you know, and I yep. think that there's a lot of weaponry around him now that. that can get him over the hump. I think Nick Sirianni is a good coach, was able to scratch and claw their way into a playoff spot in week uh, at the end of last year as the seventh seed, and I think that they were way ahead of schedule doing that, and I think they're an even better team this year than they were last year. So I'm looking at the Eagles to uh, make some noise, dethrone the Cowboys, and get that NFC East crown. You disagree. You've got I the just Cowboys. disagree just because... I acknowledge all of the good that Philly that Philly did this year. I acknowledge it, and I like them as a pot- potential wild card upset in that first week of the uh, playoffs. But I saw the Cowboys winning that division. That's fair. I think you're gonna like my. I think you're gonna like what I do with the Eagles in my uh, playoff predictions. So with the East, though, sure. I think the Commanders can be decent. I think a lot rides on Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, to me, though, it's just not the right guy. And Chase Young's injury is unfortunately spilling into the regular season now. He's going to miss a couple of games to start the year. You hate to see that. But they still have a really good defensive front, even without Chase Young. Uh, He's just, you know, the the centerpiece and the cornerstone for it all. But a lot of it rides on Carson Wentz's shoulders. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'd put the Commanders in the playoffs or anything. I just think that they can be a competitive team. I think not they're just a about bottom one to two years away from being a really good team, a really competitive team. With Wentz? No. They'll That's why I say one to two, you kind of teeter out this year, and then you get your quarterback in one to two years from now. NFC West, I've got the L.A. Rams finishing in first, followed by the 49ers, the Cardinals, and then the Seattle Seahawks. I have the same. Just curious to see... How far down do you have the Niners below the Rams in terms of oh, the regular season success? Do you think it's 
a two or three game lead or a three to four game lead over that division the Rams hold? Or is it a one to two game lead? Things are getting interesting as the season comes to an end. Uh, I think it'll be a lot like last year. Things getting very interesting as the season <laughs> comes to the end. Potentially, you know, one last game between the two teams and uh, winner take all for the division. I think it's going to be that much of a battle. My only question is who's going to be at the quarterback position when that battle comes for the San Francisco Trey Lance or Jimmy G? Is it going to be Jimmy G who, after finalizing that new restructured contract earlier yesterday, he is returning to practice for the first time this offseason with the San Francisco 49ers? Never thought I would say that. Neither did I. I think it's really uh, a sign of their lack of faith in Trey Lance, though. I think that that's really what this comes down to. I think that they want to hedge their bets a little bit, and now they have a more affordable but still pretty expensive, most expensive insurance policy in all of football with the most expensive backup. But at least he is getting backup kind of money instead of the starting money he was getting before that restructured deal. Again, makes really little sense why he took a lot, a lot of pay cut. The only thing is he gets more wiggle room as far as he's a free agent next year now instead of being locked into their team control for a couple years. But whatever, it still signals to me that the Niners are not all in on Trey Lance. If they were all in on Trey Lance, I don't think you have a, a big presence behind him looking over his shoulder like Jimmy G is. I agree. I, I really like the Niners just as a team, and even if Trey Lance struggles – uh, Jimmy G can easily fill in and come in and and rescue that team. I don't even know if it would be needed to be rescued, but Jimmy G or Trey Lance, the combo of those two, could guide that team to the playoffs. All right, one through seven. I've got number well, one. Do we hit the... Uh, we got the West. Okay, well, yeah, we got all of them. The Rams, number one. The Bucks, number two. The Vikings, number three. The Eagles, number four. My wild cards, number five. Packers, six. Niners, seven. Cowboys. Okay, so we real wow. Everything is different here. I got my the Buccaneers at number one. The Rams at two. The Cowboys at three. The Packers at four. My wild card teams. The Niners at five. Philly at six, and Arizona at seven. Bucks over Cowboys, 2-7 matchup for me in the first round. Niners over Vikings, 6-3, a little upset there. Packers over Eagles, another upset, 5 over 4. Oh, okay. So I have Rams over Cardinals, 2-7. I got Philly over Dallas, 6-3. That was my little teaser. I, I, I hinted at earlier. And then another upset on the NFC side. I got San Fran over Green Bay as the upset, 5 over 4. In my divisional round, I've got the Rams over the Niners. The Rams is the one seed. They got the six-seeded Niners in the second round. I got the Packers over the Buccaneers, though, the five-seed over the two-seed. Okay, big shakeup there. We also we both had the Rams and Niners playing each other just in different ways of getting there. But I have the Rams as a two-seed beating the Niners as a five-seed, and then I had the number one Bucks beating the six-seed Philly Eagles. So my NFC championship is Tampa versus L.A. in Tampa. I have Packers over Rams in my NFC Championship game. Packers over Rams. Packers in, go on the road in LA. Wow. Yep. Okay, so I have Buccaneers at home over the Rams, one over two. Super Bowl. So that means I have Bills and Bucks. Tom Bills and versus Bucks. the Bills. I got I got Josh Allen and the Bills. Being, I've got the Bills winning my Super Bowl too, but instead over, of the, over Packers. the Bucks over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. All right, that's official. Our predictions well are in for the season. 
Hey, did you miss any of our show today? Guess what? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with myself and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Back again next week with a full-on breakdown of Steelers Bengals. Week one is upon us, and we cannot wait. Have a great weekend. Enjoy watching the college football. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. This has been the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.